the direct path number four. I'm going to balance things out with this direct path. The first three direct paths have been a lot about non-duality. They've been a lot about self-realization. For an extremely important reason. Which is that self-realization is what enables the highest morality in the self-actualization. Otherwise, the self-actualization is blind. And that is exactly the problem. One of our main, most upstream maladies that civilization faces is self-actualization that is completely blind to the one infinite creator. And that's why I'm going to balance out this direct path teaching where it's not only going to be focused on non-duality and the self-realization side of things, which we can call the inner side of things, but we're going to balance that out by also explaining how it affects the outer, which is the self-actualization side of things. Again, the reason why self-realization is critical is because it's what enables all of the highest morality in the self-actualization process. When you actually truly know that this is the one infinite creator expressing itself through all of us, then you realize that the other is actually the self. And then you don't cause harm and suffering onto other people, but rather you influence them extremely positively and impact their well-being and flourishing and prosperity in service to others, true others, true, actual, genuine, compassionate, authentic service to others. So we're going to set the intention for this direct path number four as know thyself. These two words, know thyself, we've talked about prolifically on the program. They are the most important Delphic maxim, which is of the Greeks approximately 2,500 years ago, written on top of the temple of Apollo at Delphi. Know thyself. Why is this the most important Delphic maxim? And what does know thyself mean? Much of modernity thinks that that just means self-actualization. Oh, I'm going to know myself, meaning I'm going to know my purpose and I'm going to go do that in the world. Okay, cool. But your purpose can be extremely greedy and it can be extremely egotistical. It can be very megalomaniac. It can be very psychopathic. And that's what so many people are falling into right now is that process. And then they undergo a process of needing to subscribe to all of the self-help teachings. And you can sort of see people ranking up from egoic levels of consciousness slowly to some of the 
the Tony Robbins and Jordan Peterson, which is like the self-help, which sort of ranks them up a little bit above egoic to maybe social and ethno levels of consciousness. But then really you only start getting into some of the more higher levels of awakening to know thyself and what that truly means when you begin experiencing world level consciousness and transpersonal levels of consciousness. And this is when you begin sort of exploring the planetary mystic traditions and mysticism is all about union or yoga or henosis with what with God with source with infinity. And so once you sort of begin anchoring infinity in you, you become infinity where you become God, you have that entheogenic process. When that happens, that's when you usually attain some sort of non-dual awareness. And that's the ultimate self-realization that occurs. And when that occurs, then everything you do in your self-actualization, creative, artistic expression process is going to be of the absolute highest morality, the absolute highest ethics. And that's exactly what we need in our civilization. Our society, our social fabric needs very high level of consciousness in terms of having actually felt the kingdom of God within. They've anchored non-duality, anchored infinity. They know that they are the one infinite creator and that the quote other is actually the self and they need to be in service to that. Imagine if the Fortune 500 CEOs of the planet and the UN General Assembly, the USA Congress, the 2,200 billionaires around the planet or the 225,000 ultra high net worth people around the planet, if they had felt states of non-dual awareness, if they had underwent this process of know thyself, this multi-thousand year wisdom that is currently being just swept to the side, no problem. And you wonder why modernity is struggling ethically, morally, and spiritually, why it feels like it's so desacralized. No fucking shit. We know exactly why. You have to undergo a process of union with infinity, with God, with source. You have to unleash that kingdom of God within you for you to know that you are that in order for you to have a high level of morality and ethics so that the, quote, economic machinery is actually fucking aligned with ecology. So it's actually aligned with this original living wisdom of the planet Earth. No shit. That's how to have sustainable growth, a growing pie for everybody. When you know that our being is truly shared, that is what love is. And now you wonder, oh, why was Alan making Atlas? Why was Atlas making the first three direct path videos all about non-duality and self-realization? Well, because that's why. We need it now more than ever to wake the fuck up to who we truly are and why we are here expressing ourselves as that one infinite creator so we can have the highest level of morality and ethics in everything we do as a self-actualization. 
That's why I'm doing it. Don't you want to know who you are? Not on a self-actualization level, but on a self-realization level. The nature of reality is the simultaneity of the inner and the outer. But we're so deeply in the outer in the West, in the self-actualization. Meanwhile, India and a lot of the East had been in a state of deep inner self-realization and not so much on the self-actualization. And so now you see the synthesis of the two. And that's the synthesis in many ways of spirituality and science or the synthesis of East and West or the synthesis of indigeneity and modernity. The synthesis of USA and China, the synthesis of the left and the right politically in the USA. Once you begin seeing it this way, that's ultimately what we want to do. We want to go in and self-realize as well as go out and self-actualize and express ourselves as infinity. But in order for you to express yourself as infinity, you have to recognize that you are that first and foremost. That way, everything you do is going to be of the highest morality. Okay, so that's our intention is to know thyself. And that means two things, self-realization inner, self-actualization outer. That's what know thyself means, first of all. And then the other intention is to know yourself as the one infinite creator that is doing this. We've been eternally doing this. Before this, we're going to keep doing it after this. Even that idea of before and after is a complete illusion. And to know that that is what this is, that that is what you are, that that is what I am, that we are God, we are source, we are the one infinite creator that is expressing itself like this, to have that anchored as a self-realization and to be anchored in that as you self-actualize is ultimately what this direct path teaching is going to influence you so positively on your life. Okay, so let's walk through these steps in this process. So the first thing that I need us to do in order for this to be efficacious is you have to empty your cup, meaning you have all of these worldviews, you have all of these lenses that you carry right now. You have all these fucking onion layers that you carry with you that you think are serving you right now, but they're not. If you haven't self-realized, these are not serving you. They're actually what's causing you immense amounts of suffering and pain. Why do you feel bliss for only one minute out of every 24 hours? Do you think that that's fucking how you should be living life that you should only feel peace for one minute out of every 24 hours no that's what self-realization gives you it gives you an eternal bliss and peace you literally 24 hours a day after you commune with that one infinite creator you realize it every single day every 24 hours you are feeling bliss and peace, not for one fucking minute, not for 10 minutes, and not even for one hour. If you're only feeling it for one hour, you're not there. You should be feeling it every single moment because that's the truth of our existence. That's the truth of our being sat chit ananda existence, consciousness, bliss. So first of all, empty your fucking cup. Empty all your worldviews out. Empty 
all of your lenses that you see the world empty all of it out this is a very perennial teaching what they have those that are inquiring do is to empty themselves peel all those layers off okay now that all those layers are off all your lenses and worldviews are off you have a complete openness right that's critical here a complete openness I need you to get into an environment that's highly conducive for this process with this level of openness. Be in a place that doesn't have much noise pollution, if any at all. Be in a place that you can be alone, you can be sitting comfortably. And you can take some inhalations. Anchor yourself with your breath. And how beautiful it is to just be alive. And to just be tapping into your body tapping into your heart and as you do that process now I want you to feel into your heart feel into you being the most compassionate you've ever been in your life right now I want you to give only compassion to absolutely everything I want you to see the entire planet earth as divine Keep breathing. Keep tapping into your heart. Focus on the earth being absolutely divine. Focus on every single one of the 8 billion people as gods and goddesses. That they are all unique expressions of infinity. Give compassion. Keep breathing. Give love. Keep pouring that compassion and that love out of your heart. Have it radiate out of your heart and all across the planet, all across all of the different people, all of the different species. Our entire planet Earth as our home, have it radiate out your love and compassion from your heart. Now, if you've done these first two steps right, you'll be able to feel an openness from your heart. You'll be able to feel that you've sort of shed these layers, emptied your cup, and you've given this radiant compassion from your heart. And that you've seen the whole creation as divine. And that every person as divine. Now, that's a prerequisite to even going into this third step of having this deliberate focus. What you're doing here is you're training your awareness to focus. That's what is taught in so many of the perennial mystic lineages is that you use the breath as a tool. Whether it's through Anapana or any of these other breathing techniques and exercises where you eradicate the deepest roots of the monkey mind where the monkey mind is just sending you everywhere where you can't even focus and do that compassion exercise because then before you know it you're thinking about music or you're thinking about sex or you're thinking about alcohol or you're thinking about your job or you're thinking about that rude thing that that person told you that's the monkey mind it's driving you insane it's driving a ridiculous amount of ego in your life it's driving you to be extremely reactive 
And the only thing that extinguishes the nasty roots of the monkey mind is for you to surgically eradicate the roots of the monkey mind and take a divine free will manifester control of your destiny. In order for you to do that, you have to get used to the breath. It creates that pause. And that pause, it enables you to redirect from negative suffering emotions towards more positive emotions that serve you. So you have to have this deliberate focus. Practice with the breath. Now, as you get good at that, you can start doing things like manifesting. Now, what I mean by manifesting is even that that simple breath repetition you're doing, you're manifesting yourself away from negativity towards positivity, but then you also do things like manifestation is really important, not only for your intention with know thyself for self-realization, but also, as you know, we made a video about this on creator consciousness where manifestation is so much about self-actualization as well, future authoring, your North Star, and taking the incremental steps to execute that. And so the breath helps you know yourself on both the self-realization level and the self-actualization level. It enables you to become more of a manifester towards positive, abundant, bliss, peace states of expression, as well as achieving some sort of divine transcendent North Star that is in service to others. And now what we'll do is we'll explore number five, which is the juxtaposition. So what's going to happen is as you get really good at this deliberate focus at creating the, the pause with your breath, as you manifest more and more positive states of expression, what you'll also notice is that it gives you more and more like you're doing repetitions, like you're getting really good at shooting three pointers or playing the violin is that you're becoming better and better at creating this pause that then enables you to do things like see this juxtaposition. We're not only showing you the juxtaposition of a negative state and then you have an elevated view. It gives you like a bird's eye view of the topology where you can literally see the bifurcation in the decision tree where on one side it's negativity and suffering and on the other side it's positivity and well-being. And so it gives you this macro level bird's eye topological view of your decision tree but then also that same thing is true for this other juxtaposition that we're about to give you which is the juxtaposition of recognizing the difference between awareness or consciousness when it's colored in this case by thoughts emotions feelings beliefs or objects so there's all of this different coloration and experience that it's undergoing versus awareness or consciousness without any of that awareness or consciousness when it's just pure and bare and empty without that and that is possible to know what that is and when you get really good at creating that juxtaposition when you say okay well what is my consciousness or awareness like when it's not colored by objects and emotions and feelings and beliefs what is it like when i'm not excessively ruminating and thinking but when i'm just pure bare empty awareness or consciousness 
the analogies that we've been using on the program are like this device. The screen itself, without anything that's on it, no images, no movies, no social media, none of the stuff, no texting, no phone calls, that's pure bare awareness. As soon as you have an application that's running, that's a thought or an emotion. And very similarly to the paper and the words, the words are the thoughts, the emotions, the feelings, the beliefs, and the objects. But the paper itself is the pure, bare, empty awareness. Okay? So on top of your pure, bare, empty awareness or consciousness, you are constantly on a moment-to-moment -moment basis experiencing the writing or experiencing on the screen the images and the movies. But you have to create a juxtaposition for you to actually know that that's what's happening. Because that is what God is. That is what source is. That is what infinity is. It is this eternal, infinite bliss, peace, awareness that is pure, bare, and empty that is undergoing an infinite amount of expression on it. That's the idea. The paper itself the screen itself is empty it's eternal it's infinite and it's undergoing an infinite amount of expression and the expression that it's receiving on that paper on that screen is all of the words it's all of the objects the feelings the emotions the beliefs and the thoughts but you have to breathe you have to take that juxtaposition See that pause, see that difference between pure, bare, empty awareness that's not colored versus when it is colored and recognize that that is God. And that is what I mean by be infinity. Number six, anchor infinity, anchor non-dual awareness, anchor God, unleash the kingdom of God within you. Recognize that you are source. I am source. We come from the same source. Our awareness is shared. You can think about it this way. These are pupils, right? Look at the blackness of every pupil of all 8 billion in this one creation. That blackness of every single pupil is shared. So that awareness or that consciousness out of the blackness of every pupil is shared. Now the iris that is around that pupil is a different coloration. And that is what the unique expression of the infinity is undergoing. But you have to think about it that way. You have to think about it like at the pupil level. Look at someone else's fucking pupil and realize that the awareness or the consciousness on a super macro God source infinity level is fucking shared. And another way to view that is like a massive brain that has a bunch of different nerve endings. This is God's brain. This is Source's brain. This is Infinity's brain. And we are a bunch of different nerve endings. And this creation is just one expression of that. So that's self-realization. When you've had that profound Satori moment of enlightenment and you recognize that. Once you have that, then everything else you do going outward is going to be of the highest morality. You have to go all the way inward. You have to drill all the way to water, which we talked about in the direct path number three. Go all the way to water. 
Don't stop at that first cup and then go, oh, I have it. So many people stop at that like 90% mark and they intellectualize it. But hit the ocean. And when you hit the ocean, there's a Satori moment. You know it. There's a very profound Satori moment. Your entire ego dissipates and dissolves instantly because you recognize that you've been holding on to the onion layers the whole time. That those onion layers don't exist. That the only thing that exists is that non-dual infinite God source that is expressing itself and that that is what you are. That is what each of us are. Now, do you have something unique artistically to express? Yes. Are you doing that from an egotistical place because you've never experienced self-realization? Likely, yes. That is why this content is undergoing so much attention right now. That's why people like Rupert Spira and Bentinho Massaro, that's why people that are teaching the non-dual tradition, people that are teaching the direct path, that are spiritual synthesis, that are trying to get people to awaken to the truth nature of our being and existence are getting so much attention right now. And there are even people that aren't teaching that tradition that are getting attention because they're the ones that are teaching self-help, which is the one step above egoic level consciousness, which is who we were mentioning earlier, like people like Tony Robbins and Jordan Peterson. They're getting even more attention around the planet. They're getting millions of eyeballs around the planet, not just tens of thousands. And what's happening is the planet's awakening to realize that my self-actualizing, because it's coming from a place of ego, is actually extremely cancerous to not only the whole planet, but to myself. I'm suffering. I only have one minute of bliss every day. Okay, I go to a Tony Robbins event or I like unleash the power within, which I've been to and I love. Or, you know, we've had Jordan Peterson on the show and, you know, stand up straight with your shoulders back. You know, this is great advice. You know, cleaning up your room and your space are is great advice, but that only gets you so far. What does that give you? A second minute of bliss every day? A third minute of bliss every day? What do you have five minutes of bliss and peace every day? Now, realize that above the teachings of the self-help to rank up your consciousness from egoic to non-dual, to unsubscribe from all of the matrix subscriptions and to get directly to that direct path to self-realization, jump directly into these teachings, jump directly into the planetary mystic traditions, go and sit with a teacher of Dzogchen, go and sit at a Theravada Buddhism retreat, go and undergo a heroic dose of psilocybin, go and experience 5-MeO-DMT, go and read the Tao Te Ching, go and study the Sufi metaphysics, go and sit in a sweat lodge, go and dance and become God with the African Vodun tradition. Go and study the four books in the five classics. Go and immerse yourself in the Advaita Vedanta style of direct path teachings. How many examples do you have to hear before one of them goes, oh shit, yeah, okay, I'll finally go do that because I'm, I'm done suffering. What? I can have 24 hours of bliss and peace every day? 
Yes, you can. You deserve that. That's what you inherently, naturally are but have forgotten. So get yourself there faster. Awaken yourself faster. Know yourself faster. That's what's meant by the Delphic maxim of know yourself is self-realize and self-actualize. But in order to actually self-actualize from a place of the highest morality, you have to know yourself in a self-realized one infinite creator state. You have to know yourself as God and source in order for you to actually express yourself from the absolute highest morality and ethics. So what you're going to get is you're going to get number seven, which is the backlash, which is a very common thing that happens, which is basically, it's like the bucket of crabs, which is like your family, your friends, people online will re will recognize that you begin sort of saying some of these non-dual perennial spiritual mystic traditional commentaries where you begin literally talking about Advaita Vedanta or you talk about Dzogchen as something that has profoundly impacted you where you have attained a state of non-dual awareness and you have felt the kingdom of God within you and that you've created that juxtaposition and you understand what awareness means pre-coloration which is exactly what Rumi meant when he said you go from room to room looking for that diamond necklace that is already around your neck. And so when people don't get what Rumi means by that, what they're going to do is they're going to say that, oh yeah, you think you know, you think you know, and they're going to pull you down with their egoic consciousness because they don't want to dedicate themselves to truth. They do, but their ego doesn't want them to. Their inherent attractor inside of them is to seek to recognize themselves as the one infinite creator to pierce the veil and to awaken to know themselves but what's happening is that their egoic level of consciousness because they haven't done a good job at taking care of the hitchhiker of the ego what's going on is that the hitchhiker of the ego the monkey mind is driving them around in that car making all these negative comments at you and on the internet at people that are undergoing this process where they're dedicating themselves with full blast at truth because what happens is when you dedicate yourself towards truth at full blast like a full-time job as a seeker what happens is that the truth yields and you gain that non-dual awareness you gain that kingdom of god within you you understand the diamond necklace already around your neck and then you express yourself from that and then there's no problems in the social fabric no moral or ethical problems so do your best to sort of distance yourself wisely, gracefully, peacefully from egoic consciousness that's trying to pull you down in that bucket of crabs and that big backlash. And also number eight, don't box yourself. This is really critical. Retain yourself as a unique expression of infinity. Because here's what happens usually is that we end up picking up something like imagine if all that I did from now on was solely talk about just non-duality only i would be boxing myself in just non-duality imagine if i also never talked about self-actualization moving forward imagine if i never talked imagine if we never continued having guests on the show that teach us about neuroscience or that teach us about biotechnology or about blockchains and cryptocurrencies and decentralization 
Imagine if we never had people come onto the show that talk about geopolitics and geoeconomics. Or having high amounts of emotional intelligence or having high amounts of of a high digital quotient people that come on the program that are really good at using TikTok and different mediums of technologies like virtual and augmented realities we're permanently going to continue talking about all of those cutting edge fields as we talk about non-duality because we're not ridiculous we're not going to box ourselves in and that's similar with you as you undergo this process do not box yourself in don't box yourself into shadow work and get stuck doing healing and trauma work don't get stuck there don't get stuck in the self-actualization processes of needing to grow your business eric weinstein has literally labeled this the ego the embedded growth obligation and it's a perfect way to explain it because why do you want to grow your business ask yourself that do you think it's going to make you more happy to increase your business do you think that you're going to have more peace by increasing your business do you think you're going to have more joy? Do you actually have something that is bringing the eradication of suffering to the social fabric? Because if you're eradicating poverty and that's what you're doing in your self-actualization, then you're actually potentially scaling that is actually important. And that's even something that people like myself and many others would help get behind. But if you're literally trying to peddle some sort of conspicuous consumption that then triggers a very vanity state of consciousness in other people, think about it. Why do you want to have an embedded growth obligation in what you're doing to promulgate that? Are you actually going to be more peaceful, more happy, or is actually walking along the ocean more often going to bring that for you or is spending more time with your kids going to bring that for you or is unpacking the planetary mystic traditions going to do that for you? Because that's the way to move yourself from five minutes of bliss per day to 24 hours of peace and bliss all right thanks for tuning into this episode the direct path number four i hope you can tell i've balanced this out now because the direct path one two and three the links are in the bio below were very deeply driven towards that self-realization that non-duality because i had just recently had my satori moment like 10 days ago and the reason why i was so deeply communicating that in the first three is because of that statement right here it is the golden statement of this episode you have to recognize that your self-realization of being the one infinite creator ensures that everything you do in your self-actualization expression of that is of the highest morality. 
That's why. And so I balance this one out with some more of the self-actualization so you can tell that know thyself is both knowing yourself in a self-realization way and knowing yourself in a self-actualization way. It's the inner and the outer, which is the nature of our reality, is that. It's this and it's that. It's both. So again... Follow these steps, listen to the video again, listen to the first three direct path videos, undergo a process where you do the repetitions to create that juxtaposition, use the breath, make the pause, and then see that pure, bare awareness. These are going to be your absolute best resources, is the sheet of paper without the words and the screen without the images in the movie. Rupert Spira does a great job at bringing those metaphors in that help so much. And check him out. Check out Rupert Spira and Bentinho Massaro. Their links are in the bio below as well. They've been two of the most profound influences on me. So I love you very much. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Like the video. Subscribe if you haven't already. Share the video with other people that need to see this and need to hear this. And congratulations on any of the progress that you've made on this direct path. I'll keep balancing out these videos with that know thyself from both a self-realization and a self-actualization perspective. But remember that key, that self-realization, the inner work, is what ensures the highest level of morality in your self-actualization, in the outer expression. That's the key takeaway from this episode. I love you very much. Thanks for tuning in. You will find the diamond necklace that is already around your neck. Much love. Namaste, fam. Peace.